Hey folks, this is Scott, back for another KC Greats. I am lucky enough to be here with a new acquaintance, Mr. David Batty, who has done some really amazing things right here out of Kansas City, and not just in Kansas City. So I'll let David tell us a little bit about that. David, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Scott. Well, thanks for having me here. We're in a, a really awesome loft of a, an old historic building down at Quality Hill, so... Nice. <laughs> right. Well, it's, a build, it's a house from 1874, Scott, and it was built as someone's home, a gentleman by the name of Mr. Brockett, who had a cement company back then. Wow. So we're, I mean, we've got Casey history right here. They're sitting in. Right. I love that. Well, David, tell us real quick, you know, why are, why are we talking to you? What do you do here in Casey? Well, I uh, try to get teenagers involved in volunteering. Very and cool. I love what I do. I, I believe in it more now than I did when, when I first, with the help of a lot of people, got YVC started 30 years ago right here in Kansas City. Okay. I just think it's so, teenagers have so much to offer our community in being problem solvers. A lot of people think teenagers are part of the problem. <laughs> and maybe they are in some cases, but they're much more part of the solution. Okay, so YVC is Youth Volunteer Corps, right? Yes. And some people may have heard of it, some people may have not. Right. Before we get deep into that, you um, are you a KC native? or? Yeah, I was born in Chicago, but moved here when I was seven years old. Got here as fast as you could. Yes, exactly. Okay, I love that. And I've lived here ever since. Very cool. So you started this about uh, 30 years ago now, right? Just out of college. I wrote a college thesis, and that college thesis uh, was a group thesis. There were five of us. And it wasn't even my idea, but Holly Kulk on our team, Holly said, why don't we study national service and youth volunteerism? And I thought that sounded like a great idea, and so did the other people on the team. So we spent the whole senior year at college, and I went to a small college in Massachusetts. My mom's from back east. So I went to a small college called Williams College, and as part of being a political economy major, we had to study a public policy issue. Well, thank the good Lord that Holly Kulka suggested national service and volunteerism uh, because YVC may never have gotten started if it hadn't been for that because we wrote the thesis on national service in the spring of 1985. And then soon at, while writing the thesis, I thought, you know, we need more programs for teenagers to serve. We have the Peace Corps. We have programs that are for people who are 18 and above. But where are the service programs for the, the younger folk? And that's when I decided I'm going to come back home to Kansas City and tried it. I had no name for the program. I had no idea what I was doing other than I believed in youth volunteerism. I believed that youth needed to be challenged to serve. So I think, where can I start up something like this? Well, it took me about two seconds to figure out, you've got to go to Kansas City. That's where you know people. That's where people are friendly. I think there's a real service ethic of service in this city. So I'm coming, I'm coming to KC. I'm coming back home to try to get this thing started, never realizing, Scott, that I would be doing it 30 years later. Well, so that's, yeah, that's a really amazing part of the story to me, David, because, I mean, normally you talk to someone who's, you know, decided it's time for a foundation or the charity or a belief or a love that they have. Right. It's not usually somebody right out of college. It's usually someone who has maybe, you know, uh, made their career and, and been successful. Maybe they want to put some of their assets into it. Here you are, a kid. Yeah. Trying to start right. a... A foundation for kids. Right. <laughs> I think one of the best times to do it is when you're straight out of college. People say that all the time. Well, you were so young. How do you? I said, well, I didn't have any expenses. 
Okay. I lived at home. My parents were not happy about that. But I did live at home. They charged me $100 a month rent to live in my own bedroom back there at home. But I lived at home. I didn't have any kids, obviously. didn't have any mortgages to pay. So in some ways, when you're doing a startup like that, you don't have as much to lose as if you might have expenses and children to feed and that type of thing. So I always encourage people to... You know, don't don't give up on yourself. If you're young and straight out of college or straight out of high school and want to start something up, it might be the best time in your life to actually start something up. See, I, I love that aspect of the story. Um, right now, I think we're we're really in the middle of people starting to understand the next generation of social entrepreneurs, right? Right. And you're ahead of that. By a good 20 years <laughs> as a social entrepreneur. Yeah, there really wasn't the term social entrepreneur back then. I never thought of myself as really an entrepreneur or social entrepreneur. and uh, But that term has come into vogue probably 20 years ago. You're right. And I think it's great. I think it's great. Entrepreneurs, we need social entrepreneurs. And you can be a social entrepreneur and not necessarily start up your own organization, but but build a program that's attached to some other existing organization. There are all kinds of ways to be a social entrepreneur. But I think it's a great term to have. And I'm proud to say that I'm a social entrepreneur, even though I would not have understood what that <laughs> meant when I started being a social entrepreneur 30 years ago. So just so folks, if they're not familiar, um, and I'm kind of, I was kind of in that boat about a month ago because um, I just really learned about YVC and kind of how you guys operate because my daughter participated in a project, luckily. Um, what, what's kind of the basics of, of the, the whole program? Good. The basics are that it's a team-based approach to service. So it's teams of teenagers who are between the ages of 11 and 18, middle school and high school age, young people. A hallmark of the program is that it's a diverse group of teenagers. We believe very strongly in what Martin Luther King said when he said everybody can be great because everybody can serve. We want to challenge everybody to serve. And that means serving is not just for girls. It's not just for, you know, older people. It's not just for high school all-stars who are involved in all kinds of activities in school. Uh, we want YVC to be Youth Volunteer Corps to challenge young people from our inner city areas, our suburban areas, to serve together on a team. Then what they do is they go out and do service projects that are designed by nonprofit organizations. So it's a very collaborative program. The Kansas City program is one of 30 affiliates we now have around the U.S. and Canada, and the Kansas City program is run by the YMCA. Okay, so now 30 programs around the country, those weren't there. This is all right out of, right out of Kansas City. Kansas City. Started right here in the heart of America, wow. and people say, hey, that's kind of cool what the kids are doing in Kansas City. Maybe our kids can do that here in Calgary, Canada or Alpena, Michigan, or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So those are some of the cities that we now have grown to. It all comes out of this house in the Quality Hills section of downtown Kansas City, Missouri. That is fantastic. Yeah. I'm guessing a lot of folks had no clue about this. Right. <laughs> right. So very cool. So I, how, I guess how did it get there? I mean, great concept. Um, well, it wasn't such a great concept at first, actually. It was an okay concept. But I'll tell you what helped me so much at the beginning was 
getting advice from a lot of people around town, including two different focus groups I did with youth. I did a focus group at Shawnee Mission West High School. I did a focus group at Southeast High School. Two very different high schools, two very different yeah. groups of people. Asking those young people, what would make you want to volunteer? What do you think about volunteering? What do you think about a summer volunteer program that would be team-based and would involve kids from not just your school, but also from other high schools and middle schools around this city of ours? And they provided a lot of input. Then I got input from different potential funders. They say, you know, if you want, if you want advice, ask for money. Well, I was smart at the beginning. I asked for advice. <laughs> I just asked for it. I wasn't asking for money at all. So I got a lot of good advice and went back. Eventually, those same people who gave me a lot of good advice, and then they, they turned around and said, well, okay, you've kind of listened to some of what I've told you to do. Now, I said, well, you give me some money. And then they pretty much had to kind of say, yeah, I'll give you some money. You listen to me, and I, I, you've modified your program a little bit. So it was the help of a lot of people in the beginning who I had a little bit of a concept about needing to challenge kids to volunteer and that young people can get so much out of serving. But putting the guts to it, the name to it, the name and logo to it, Bernstein Rain Advertising was so wonderful with their pro bono assistance in providing help and designing our first logo. We have two logos. We have a second logo now that we changed. But that first logo that we used, the name of the program, Youth Volunteer Corps of Greater Kansas City, was not my idea. So it really was a team, team effort. Do you think a lot of that in the initial, the founding of it, was due to the openness of the people just here in town versus what you might have done elsewhere? Yes, I think Kansas City is a small town. It is a very helping community. I do think people in the Kansas City area, in the Midwest in general, are probably a little more open. Uh, Some of the people who even ran foundations were willing to see me. Perhaps another advantage of being young is they can, oh, this guy's 22 years old. He probably needs my help. I'll meet with him. If I'm a little bit older. They might not have been as willing to be. They, they said, sit down. They didn't exactly see it as, as competition for the funding. No, no. In their area. Right. And they just were very willing to help. And Kansas City is very much that way. And what I would always end every meeting with at the beginning, I still end a lot of meetings with, is there anybody else I should talk to about this? Is there anybody else who would provide some input on this idea? I have the one-page concept paper that I would have them read I would not even send it to them ahead of time. I'd have them read it while I was sitting there, and they would take about four or five minutes, look at that one-page concept paper, give me their thoughts, and I would end every single meeting the same way. Who else in town should I see about this concept? And I'd say, you need to see the principal over here. You need to see this other potential funder over there. And I'd say, can I use your name when I contact Miss So-and-so or Mr. Jones? Sure, you can use my name. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's Kansas City for you right there in a nutshell. Well, and, and times have changed since you did that because, I mean, you're talking 1985, 87. Right. We're, we're pre-email. Right. We're, you know, pre-smartphones, things like phone that. It was phone calls, yeah. That beat the street networking mm-hmm. was was exactly what you had to do. You know, there wasn't someone going out on a social media site and seeing social proof that somebody else was involved. You had to shake the hands yourself. Right. So, interesting. And I love doing it. I love doing it. And the thing I had to really do, which I love doing, but, man, I had to talk a lot. And I love to talk, but, man, this even got tiring for me. <laughs> I had to go into it. First, YVC was only for high school kids. When we first got started that summer of 1987. Now, as I said, it's for middle school and high school kids. But I went into so many different high schools that spring of 1987 with the recruitment video that Bernstein Rain had developed. Skid Rohde from 101 The yeah. Fox was had donated his time to be the star of the video, and he was great. And 
I went and talked to class after class after class about this new program called Youth Volunteer Corps, trying to convince kids to, to volunteer. Because you're right, there was no word of mouth. Nobody had heard of the program before. There was no social media. So it was a lot of talking to you know, groups of 15 or 20 kids at a time to finally get that wonderful group of 68 kids in the very first summer of YVC. And they were 68 incredibly diverse kids from all kinds of different schools. And I'm so proud of them and what they did. And we would have never, we, none of us had any idea at that time that we were going to be starting something that now we have over 300,000 kids who have volunteered with YVC wow. in the 30 years since then. They've served almost 5 million hours of service. So I, I would have had no idea starting off that it was going to ever, ever become something like that. So have any of those 68 come back around by in the time frame since it started to be yes. part of it? Yes. We had a alumni uh, a little party here in our very office building just about a month ago. And we had several people here who were from the very original class of wow. 87, as we call it. And they came, Vanita Lee came and said, I remember who my team leader was. I remember what project I was on. I remember the other kids. Have you been in touch with this person, that person? Uh, we had one of our original team leaders come back, Laura Severance, who had been a, a team leader in that very first summer. Because every team of young people has a yeah. team leader who's a college-age person or just out of college who serves as their supervisor and, and the you know, role model for these wonderful youth volunteers. So it was fun to get some of the people back to you. I'm, not, I'm in touch with a number of them on Facebook, but to see some of them in person and to talk about some of the stories from way back then, it was very fun. cool. It was cool. Very rewarding. It was very rewarding. So the, the era you started this, I mean, Kansas City still had, especially um, in diversity and segregation, mm -hmm. that was the thick of a lot of challenges with mm -hmm. some of the... the semi-failed busing programs, yes. school desegregation, things yes. like that. Did that, I mean, wow, there are a lot of barriers there. Well, I think one of the things is you don't see, even to this day 30 years later, Kansas City's a pretty segregated city. Yeah. Um, you know, we just had last week the NAACP is issuing a warning about yeah. don't come to visit Missouri. And it breaks my heart to hear some of those things. It, it, you don't it, see that in your groups, do you? No. Uh, young people are great. Young people are so much better than we, I'm 54 years old, they're so much better than people my age about working together, accepting someone who might be transgender, accepting someone who may be, uh, have some sort of a disability. Being part of a team, they're a great role model for all of us when they work together as a team to try to make a difference and teenagers are great about that. And that has been one of the most rewarding things about YVC is to see how the teams get together and they don't know each other at the beginning. We do some icebreakers with YVC. We do team builders. But these are kids from very different backgrounds, very different life experiences. Some of the kids from the suburban area are now serving at Greater Kansas City Community Kitchen. Wonderful. Some of the kids in the inner city area are out there at, at Leewood in a, uh, a senior center. Those are very different environments. But teens are great at, at, at serving and working with each other and kind of saying, I'm okay, I'm okay down here in the inner city. I can handle this. Do my thing. And other kids, I'm, I'm okay with old people here in Leewood. I can handle this. Don't worry. I, I love it. I love it. And that's one of the powers. But what's been disappointing is that we still, 30 years later, you know, have issues that we need to address. And I think that's why I really do think a program like Youth Volunteer Corps is more important now than ever. It's really more important now than ever, Scott, that we listen to other people that we Absolutely. feel comfortable with people from different backgrounds, that we're comfortable with diversity. 
we're getting there. We're getting there in Kansas City. We're getting there as a country. And uh, But I think programs like Youth Volunteer Corps, where a diverse group of people come together on a team, it doesn't happen enough. And it needs to happen even more, not just with Youth Volunteer Corps, but with other programs across as well. Board, sure. Across the board. And not with just youth. With older, We older people need to get together more often with people who aren't just like us. Yeah. There's no question. <laughs> The more that happens, the more understanding is built, I, I think, and that can only be good, certainly. I agree. So bringing it up to today's impact, what's a typical um, number of organizations you're working with uh, every year, and how many kids just here in KC? In Kansas City area, we have about 1,000 different youth volunteers a year that serve, wow. and they serve in some 100 different nonprofit agencies throughout the Kansas City area. Just all partner organizations that... That want to say, hey, it might be Parkville Nature Sanctuary where mm-hmm. your daughter served this summer, or saying, hey, we'd love to have a team come up here for a week during the summer and help us do this mulching of the trail. We think this trail could be cool. We'd love to have the the volunteer service done by maybe eight or ten people on a team. I don't know how many were on your daughter's team. Mm-hmm. Usually it's about eight or ten on a team with a team leader. And we think they can get a lot done Monday through Friday. They're here nine to three, and they do get a lot done. Those teenagers do. So it's a matter of asking nonprofit organizations throughout our great city, uh, both the Kansas side, the Missouri side, to say, would you like to have a team of youth volunteers come to your organization either during the school year or during the summer? And if so, how many would you like? Do you have certain age requirements? Sometimes if you're handling some tools like Habitat for Humanity, they may say at Habitat that youth volunteers need to be 14 or 16 or something. Others will say we'd love to have some youth volunteers who can are bilingual, can speak some Spanish, because okay. a lot of our kids here are Spanish-speaking. So the the um, nonprofit organizations say, yeah, I'll, I would like to have a team here the week of July 10th to July you know, 15th or whatever, and I would like them have them playing games with our seniors at the nursing home. I'd like them have them do oral histories with the seniors here. The, the types of projects, Scott, just run the gamut. From drama to physical service to human service to working with young people who have some disabilities to you name it, the the agencies in Kansas City have developed projects asking for the kids' help. Very cool. So if my my quick math in public is right, then if you're talking a, a thousand kids a year mm-hmm. just in Kansas City, right, then roughly a thirty to forty hour week of work that they do, you're talking. You know, three to four hundred thousand hours of community service every year. It's it's amazing the service they do. Now, a lot of the service we have in the summertime, the kids are involved Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. nine to three. So they do a lot of service hours during the school year. We got to go to school during the day, but we still get them involved in service. But it would be more after school, shorter uh-huh. periods of time, shorter blocks of time, yeah. maybe four or five Tuesdays in a row, maybe one day on Martin Luther King Day. We like that to have that be a day of service. So on Martin Luther King Day, we'll encourage a lot of the kids to to have a day off from school, but have it be a day on, not a day off. And that day on is a day doing service. Uh, so we'll do, we might do a spring break project for a week. So we, we, whenever kids, we do some stuff during the school year as well, during the school day, I mean. But most of our service is done out of school hours, um, and most of the service is done with kids from different schools uh, coming together and obviously being a part of some sort of a team. Very cool. What, uh, excuse me, if you had to, uh, if you could even, what has been the favorite project you've seen kids work on over the years? Oh, wow. I mean, there's been wow. a million of them, oh, obviously. Yes. I, I'm always <laughs> seeing different ones, too. I love seeing different creative. I'll tell you one of the 
favorites I liked was this was done a number of years ago, but they would it was a fire safety project that was done. The Red Cross wanted to have the kids, the youth volunteers, uh, put on a uh, skit teaching little kids, two, three, four, five, six-year-old kids about fire safety. So there was a fire ferret that one of the kids had to dress up in that costume. The other kids, had, they had to come up with some sort of a skit that would then teach the kids about how to you know, get low and roll or whatever you're supposed to do if a fire hits. And so it was great. They were very creative, and it was a wonderful show to watch. I was very entertained by it, and the little kids loved it, too. They would come up afterwards and pet the ferret and whatever, you know, kids fire are. Ferret. It was a really, it was a fun YBC service project, but... Just one that I can remember that yeah, puts a smile so on my face every time. a few others. There are a lot of other ones, too. But that was a great one. So you've been at this for 30 years now. And yes. uh, it's spread not just nationally, but internationally. So it's gone yep. at least to Canada. Canada. Just to Canada, right. Um, are you guys doing anything special to kind of celebrate uh, yes, we the are. anniversary? Or yes, what? we are. How's that go? We're going to pull together youth volunteers from all of our affiliates that will come to Kansas City for our summit okay we're gonna have a summit at the end of october at the ewing marion kaufman foundation mm-hmm. they've been nice enough to donate their space there and some food and we'll be staying at a hotel in the plaza so we'll walk or take a bus over to the ewing marion kaufman foundation down the creek there and we are going to discuss volunteerism how to make a difference in your community the young people will be suggesting how what parts of ybc they have liked and they have not liked and there'll be some program directors along for the ride as well. Sure. But by and large, it's going to be the young people. And there'll be about 200 people who will be here in Kansas City October 27th and 28th, two days, all day, both days. We also are going to do a service project on the afternoon of Saturday, October 28th with the Kansas City, Missouri Parks and Recreation Department. So we'll be getting them out there helping make Kansas City a better place, which is exactly what YVC kids always want to do, make their community in this case, they're all going to be a part of Kansas City for at least a weekend, making Kansas City a little bit better. So I think it's going to be really fun. It will be in that night. We're going to get dressed up a little bit, which is something YBC doesn't do very much. <laughs> but I'll be even wear a coat and tie myself. Uh, we'll get the kids dressed up as well. And we will have, we'll invite people from the community as well to come on October 28th to our 30th anniversary uh, celebration. Very and cool. we've called it really more, Scott, Stories of Service. And we will have a couple videos about some of the service the kids have done. We will have a couple of young people speak about their service that they've done back in their hometown, wherever that may be. So it should be a fun evening. But it's gonna, we're going to get a lot of work done, do a lot of service, learn a lot from each other, and also celebrate uh, what, almost 5 million hours of service wow. in 30 years of Youth Volunteer well, Corps. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I get the feeling that that night's not going to be about celebrating what, what necessarily you and the team has done. You're going to be celebrating what kids have done. The kids Happy are the heroes. The, the kids are the heroes of YVC. If the kids did not say, I want to volunteer and I want to help, and for some reason, yeah, even though it may be that my mom kind of pushed me to do service, that's how I got my start in service, my mom kind of pushed me, hey, that's fine. We don't care how you start serving. Just start, and then after you get that bug, it's not so bad. It's not so bad at all. <laughs> it's very rewarding. It's, it's wonderful. And so the heroes of YVC and the reason we have this headquarters here for Youth Volunteer Corps in Kansas City is because young people want to help. They want to serve and they're doing it as volunteers. I get any money out of this at all. And that's the reason I have a job. And that's the reason I've been doing this for 30 years. And they are the heroes of YVC. Well, it's amazing to see that 
that you've kept the fire for it for that long, from starting it from scratch. I, I can only imagine there have been times that are close to burnout because mm-hmm. it's hard work. Mm-hmm. But even just knowing you for a short time, I got to think that you're not ready to rest on it yet. <laughs> no. Where's where's it going? How does it, where's it getting bigger? Where, I what's next? I, for YVC. There the thing. There are surprisingly, Scott. There are there's very little competition for what we're trying to do at Youth Volunteer Corps. There's no other. When you go into almost any city in our country, you really don't see a team based approach to volunteerism where kids from different middle schools and high schools are getting get together to do service. Really, I think it should be out there. Whether you're in Salina, Kansas, whether you're in St. Louis, Missouri, whether you're in Toronto, Canada, I think it makes sense for, it it does make a lot of sense. So I really want to see YVC spread its wings and grow to a lot of communities, with Kansas City being our international headquarters all the way, no doubt about that. But Kansas City is such a great place to run a business from. And this is, to some extent, running a business. Certainly. We, We can travel so easily. We can pull people together for our summit in October so easily. We're centrally located. It's inexpensive as far as the hotel rooms. The generosity of Kansas City is incredible with the number of corporations and foundations and individuals who have done so much to make our city the great city that it is. So I, I'd be crazy even consider moving this thing out of Kansas City. But I want it to spread from Kansas City. I want Kansas City's to get stronger and better. And it, the YMC does a great job running it here. It has improved dramatically under their guidance. That's awesome. But I do want to see it go to other cities in this, not only this region, but also around the United States, around Canada, maybe someday to some other countries. But right now, I think we have our hands full with the United States and Canada. Well, there's certainly a ton of opportunity out there for it, sounds mm-hmm. like. So just to make sure that people get it, if they want to learn more about it or right. their kids want to get involved, where can they where can they go? You know, web resources, right. knock on your door, whatever. They can always <laughs> knock on my door. Hey, I, I love it. Um, the website for the YV, Youth Volunteer Corps in Kansas City is yvckc.org. Easy enough. Our website, for if you want to learn more about the national uh, picture of YVC, is just yvc.org. And you'll okay. find out more about our, our wonderful board of directors, with the national board of directors with a number of Kansas City members. Um, we also learn more about uh, what, where we're trying to expand, how we're expanding. So you may know somebody in other cities. Yeah, I want to try to help my friend in Springfield, Missouri get this program hey, started. Maybe you got a, a niece or an exactly. exactly. Down exactly. the road. Normally, we start up new programs by word of mouth. Just like normally, the kids who get into Youth Volunteer Corps now in Kansas City have heard about it from a fellow student, okay. or a parent's heard about it from another parent. So word of mouth, even in this day and age of social media and all that, word of mouth is awfully powerful. So YVCKC.org and YVC.org are the two websites to really go to to sign up for youth to volunteer and serve. We have projects going on all over the place in Kansas City all year long, summertime, school year, out of school time, after school time, Saturdays, you name it in a v- real variety of projects. And we're always looking for more kids to serve. Well, I was I was pleasantly surprised because we gave a little push to our daughter. Who's, that's not unusual. Who's 13, you know. That's, that's not unusual at all. I'm just sitting around the house right. during the summer. But, you know, I picked her up after the first day. And instead of the, the grumpy, shoulder-shrugged, you know, kid dragging to the car, she was thrilled. She was excited. She's like, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. They're all from different places in town, and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go back tomorrow. But, hey, to get that out of a 13-year-old for anything, I think, uh, that's yeah. not food or video games nowadays, right. 
that's pretty cool. That is cool. <laughs> so, that um, is cool. The the leadership there on site, you know, that seems to be a big part of it too. Those the young leaders are, are really a huge concepts. They're an important part of the uh, puzzle. I'll tell you, it was interesting. You know, my start in volunteering came as a ninth grader, so not too different from your daughter's age. And I was pushed to do it by my mom. Part of joining the church, Village Presbyterian Church in Prairie Village, Kansas, was I didn't mind joining the church. But when I found out joining the church involved doing service every Saturday morning <laughs> for the whole school year, and I'm a ninth grader, I also didn't want to join the church. And that's when Mama stepped in. And Mama said, you are going to join the church. You are going to do the service project. And I had not done any service before, and we took a bus as a group, a lot of elements of YVC here, a group of us ninth graders went together in a school bus to KCK to tutor fifth graders. So I was tutoring two fifth graders every Saturday morning. I hated it the first week or two. <laughs> Eventually, though, those two fifth graders kind of came running up to me, and they loved seeing me every Saturday morning when I got off that bus. It wasn't long before I said, this is kind of cool. I feel good about myself. We're learning to read and also playing over the park across the street, having fun. And I felt good about myself. And it changed the trajectory of my life. Very cool. Neat origin. Very That's neat the origin. origin. I love it. Well, obviously you've been in Kansas City several years. Mm-hmm. I always like to know people's favorites or kind of the, what are your hidden gems? People always come up with such great things for this things you would love other people to know about i think yvc is kind of one of them we should all know a little bit more about it so where, where would you send somebody i well i've got i love playing golf both Excellent. frisbee golf okay. and regular golf and i have a frisbee golf course that a lot of people might know about that's off of mission road in wyandotte county not too far from oklahoma joe's or i should say now joe's kansas city barbecue and that is my favorite frisbee golf course and I love playing golf. My favorite real golf course to play, so to speak, is Swope Park. I love Swope Memorial Golf Course. Okay. It's challenging. It has a great view of Kansas City from hole number 17 there. So those are, they're not necessarily hidden gems. No. My Frisbee Golf Course is over there in Wyandotte County off of Mission Road and about 40, what would be about 43rd in Mission Road, I suppose, in the uh, Rosedale section of Kansas City, Kansas. And then my Swope Park uh, golf course there in beautiful Swope Park is my favorite How real fitting. golf course. An uh, historic place mm-hmm. right down in, in the heart of old Kansas City. Right. Very fitting. Yep. Love it. <laughs> well, David, this has been awesome. I, I appreciate it greatly because you're, you're very busy with YVC and everything that's going on, not just 30 years, but just normal day. Um, I, would, I wonder, too, is there, are there any organizations or people right now that are just such big players in YVC that you you would like to recognize? I guess there are all kinds of ones. Yeah, I mean, sure, there's obviously, a of them, right? the YMCA deserves a huge amount of credit okay. for hosting and running the local Kansas City program. They're the ones that set up all the projects and doing the YMCA is, is just amazing as an organization in Kansas City and all that they do, not only for YVC, but just for our community at large with their 13 branches all over the metro area and all that. So I do, YMCA deserves a lot of kudos. As far as from a, a funding perspective, Bank of America do, has done, has been our best corporate sponsor for Youth Volunteer Corps. They have done so much for us in the Kansas City area and some nationally as well. Mm-hmm. Our board chair, Merrill Lynch, is a part of Bank of America. Our board chair, Jim Heiss, works at Merrill Lynch. And Merrill Lynch is part of a Bank of America, so I would be remiss if I did not recognize all that Bank of America has done for Youth Volunteer Corps. Third one is I really have to thank 
the Sunderland Foundation. They are a Kansas City-based organization, Ashgrove Cement Company, um, and they have the Sunderland family has set up a foundation that has been very generous to Youth Volunteer Corps and has done a lot for our community. I mentioned there are a lot of different foundations here, and you hear a lot about the Kaufman Foundation, the Hall Family Foundation, the Greater Kansas City Community Foundation, all wonderful, but one that does an awfully lot in our community and deserves kudos is this Sunderland Foundation. So those are a few that I would like to recognize that some people may not even know about, but they're Absolutely. doing a lot of great things in Kansas City. You know, it's it, I, I kind of kind of forgot this earlier, but as you mentioned, you know, the local charities like the YMCA, the nonprofits that that help run your programs. Yes. Uh, you you guys have a pretty low administrative section of your budget. Right. I, it seems whenever you look at other. Uh, nonprofits, and that's something that's become really high focus in the last several years. So you're kind of accessing their structure to keep your administrative costs low. So exactly. funding that you do get goes to programs, right? Exactly. Very we're cool. very proud of that. We're yeah. proud of that collaborative nature of YVC, and we're lean and mean, and that's important to do with any business. Absolutely. And we want people's donated money to be utilized for programs. And well, to get kids out there serving, doing what our mission is. Yeah, I mean, the corporate structure exists in these other organizations, right. so you're just tapping into it. That's interesting. It is a franchise model in some ways. We're really starting up out of this office here. We're the franchisor. Mm-hmm. And then our 30-some franchisees, like the YMCA of Greater Kansas City, have agreed to run the program under some guidelines that we set out of this office here in, in Kansas City. But there's a lot of local flexibility to run the program how they want to. We realize, hey... The YMCA in Kansas City knows what they're doing. <laughs> They've run programs. They know youth. We, they don't need to be told exactly what to do. And that's true for the Parks and Recreation Department in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Okay. That's true for the Boys and Girls Club in Alpena, Michigan. Those partners at the local level are a key part of YVC and its success, and they will be a key part of our growth as we try to spread across this great nation of ours and up there in Canada. Very nice. I should have hit that earlier in it, but I'm glad we got yeah, to it. Right. <laughs> that's important. So, well, again, David, thank you so much for the time. This has been enlightening and fun, and um, I'm sure I'm going to have my daughter do more, and she's probably going to ask to do more anyway. So and try I, to get some of her friends to do yeah, some stuff, too. She would be a great recruiter for just us. Just absolutely <laughs> encourage folks to yes. get their kids out there, introduce them to it, and, mm-hmm. you know, learn more about it. Yeah. Plain and simple. Great. Thank you, Scott. I Thanks enjoyed so it. much for the time, David. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. David is sure an exciting guy, and what a cool story to have all that great work with with teenagers coming right out of Kansas City and spreading throughout not just the country, but really North America. So anyway, like I said, I hope you enjoyed it, and I will see you next time for another Casey Greats. Have a great one. Bye.